0: Hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome to the Halfway to Hippie podcast. Um, I'm your host, Amanda Adams, and today for our very first episode, I want to talk to you about what is Halfway to Hippie. What does that mean? Um, You know, where it came from, why, um, and just, you know, explain a little bit about what I'm all about. So I guess to start, you probably need to know a little bit about me. Um... So for as long as I can remember, you know, ever since I was small, I've been, you know, kind of the nature nerd, tomboy, animal lover. Um, I was the kid who, you know, spent her summers playing in the creek bed and looking for salamanders and frogs and tadpoles and all of those things. And, um, you know, convincing my mother that the, the kitten I brought home, you know, just found me and followed me home. Um, that was kind of always my my MO. So I've always had that little bit of, um, I don't know, crunchy. I don't want to say necessarily crunchy, but nature nerdy science aspect to me. Um, it's just kind of something I've always enjoyed. And, uh, you know, it's just, that was me as a kid. So as I got older and into my early twenties, um, I really started to develop an interest in like new age concepts and alternative religions, you know, um, more spiritual things, crystals, um, paganism, different things like that. Like I really got into uh, the idea of like mediums and learning about tarot cards and all of those different things. And, you know, uh, the friend group that I had at that particular point in time, they, they were great people. And, um, but a little bit fearful of the alternative um, religions. There was definitely a misconception when in my early 20s, which was working on 20 years ago. Oh my gosh, getting old. Um, that Wicca and paganism were, you know, devil worshiping. And we didn't know any better. I didn't know any better. Um, you know, my my friend group at the time, they were considerably older than me. And I just kind of trusted what they said in their judgment. But there was always a little niggle um, in the back of my mind that said, yeah, there might be more to it than that. So um, I just, you know, kind of tabled it for the time being. We loved, um, they were really into like, um, like paranormal investigating and things like that. So like the ghosty stuff was, was something that we did often. And um, I really enjoyed that time with them. And it wasn't until little bit later down the road that I really started to investigate, you know, and learn more about truly what alternative religion, spiritualism, Wicca, paganism, there's so many different, different ones. Um, I started to learn a little bit more about what they really were all about. And that's when, you know, I kind of made the shift from growing up a, you know, Christian in a Presbyterian church to, you um, you know, more of a new age way of thinking. And I still continue that to this day. So um, so that's kind of how I got, you know, my start in, in the spiritual, you know, end of things and a little bit of an explanation as to what, how I ended up um, progressing in through the rest of my life. Um, I was definitely, you know, even throughout the majority of my 20s, you could definitely say I was High maintenance. I was always high maintenance in high school. Um, in fact, I can remember there was a girl in high school that used to, um, she used to call me and my best friend the high maintenance twins. I don't know. I, I look back on that time and I think to myself, goodness, there was girls that were a heck of a lot more high maintenance than I was. But I definitely, you know, loved makeup and I loved, you know, perfume and clothes and purses and and all of the girly things, I guess you could say. And I still do. Like, make no mistake, I still love all of those things. But we'll get to that in a little while. Um. But, you know, so the, that that was definitely a part of who I was, you know, working on through my twenties. And I decided that I was gonna go back to school and get my undergrad. Um, in, you know, my my mid twenties. And I went for parks and resource management. That was the path that I chose. I had always loved the outdoors, I had always loved nature, and that was that was the direction I decided to head. And I did that. And, you know, at that time I really started to um, you know, align more with some sustainable practices and, you know, caring more about my environment. I al- always cared about the environment. I always, you know, wanted to do the best that I could for the planet. You know, I was, I took the lessons in elementary school to heart, turn the water off when you're brushing your teeth, reduce, reuse, recycle, you know, all of those, those concepts that you get in um, primary school. I definitely took those to heart, but It wasn't until college that I really started to um, incorporate those things into my daily life. And it started small. I didn't really have a really great understanding of all of the different options out there. But, you know, I did what I could, right? So and then from there, I decided that I was going to get my master's degree. So this is really when the shift starts to take place for me. So I've always kind of had that background. But this is where the shift really happens. So in grad school, I'm going to grad school for the same thing, parks and resource management, but I'm dual majoring in environmental education as well. So And through that, I'm also working as a graduate assistant. I'm working for a sustainable um, educational farm. So it was just like a homestead. I wouldn't even call it a farm. It was a homestead. Um, but the whole purpose of the homestead and the building uh, was all sustainability. So the state sustainable systems throughout the house, um, organic... Uh, manual gardening in the back, we would teach courses, we would um, do tours and all, all the different things, educational programs. And this is when I really started to understand sustainability and, and how deep it went. Um, I mean, goodness, we had a composting toilet in that center. I mean, talk about an eye opener for me. I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> you want me to wet and I'm basically going to shit in a hole and and we're going to, co- no, we're, no, you're you're kidding me, right? They were not They were not. That was my first experience with a composting toilet, and it truly is not that gross, but maybe we'll get into another way, another time, but not today. Um, But that was, like, that's what this center was all about, and I really started to, like, appreciate what sustainability meant for my community and my country and my planet as a whole, and I really started to, um, you know, kind of not preach, but Educate and incorporate more things into my into my daily existence um, that contributed to a sustainable lifestyle a few years after that I I want, I started to get into you know home remedies that was really kind of something that I was interested in I, I had this interest in herbs and the things that herbs could do for us you know both spiritually and health wise um, and cooking, I mean, all of the things. I wanted to know about herbs, and I started to. I had um, a pretty bad battle with anxiety, and I still battle anxiety all the time. And I'm sure I'll do episodes about that in the future. But um, part of that anxiety, especially short, you know after grad school, in that interim period of trying to decide what I was going to do with the rest of my life, I started to. I, my anxiety got got really bad. And part of that was I didn't want to take medications. I was afraid of, you know, what the medication might do to me. And so I really started looking into more like natural methods for pain. And, you know, as that, as I started there, just, you know, I kept going and I kept learning more and more. And then I started learning about, you know, just different things that I could do, like cleaning with vinegar instead of cleaning with chemicals from the grocery store. So it was already in that space and through my, you know, interest in herbs and natural remedies, I came across essential oils. I'm sure you know where I'm going with this. So I came across essential oils and um, a friend of mine convinced me that I should join uh, this this MLM. They're going to remain nameless. I'm no longer affiliated with them, but just to give you an idea of, of where this, you know, a lot of it came from. Um, So I joined this MLM with essential oils and um, I really start, you know, digging deeper and educating myself more. And I'm learning a lot more about the things that are in the chemicals and the toxins that are in our everyday life, our makeup, our food, our cleaning products. I mean, even our clothing, you know, some of the chemicals that they dip our clothing in before they put it on the shelf to sell it just so many things and it scared the shit out of me if I'm being perfectly truthful with you it scared the ever-loving shit out of me so I started to do as much as I could on my own like by myself making I made things I made beauty products I made bath and body products I made cleaners I made baby products dog products I mean good lord I did it um, a- anything I could get my hands on. And I was using essential oils for their therapeutic properties because whether or not I'm involved in an MLM or not anymore, and I am definitely not, Um, I did learn a lot from that company. I did learn a lot about, you know, what essential oils can do for you. And I learned that through, you know, the education I was getting from the company, but also through my own research. So, um, and I just was, this, I knew the power of, the plants, the plant juice, as we called it at that time. Um, it was incredible. When I was physically seeing the difference, I, I was noticing that, you know, I could use peppermint oil and eucalyptus um, to get rid of a headache. I could use, um, you know, different oils to help with indigestion. I could use lavender to help me sleep. So I was learning all of these things, and I was really into it. So I decided that I wanted to start, you know, I was going to make these things and sell them. That was my that was my big my big thing and I that's what I wanted to do. And I also but in addition to selling them, what I really wanted to do is I wanted to teach people how to do it for themselves. I wanted to empower other people, mostly women, to take control of the shit that they're putting on and in their bodies and do better. I wanted to teach them how they could easily create you know the products that they're spending money on in the store from things that they most likely already have in their kitchen. That was what I wanted to do. And that was kind of my passion. And that is where Halfway to Hippie kind of formed. Um, I wanted, that was, that was the name of the business. And I um, started to, you know, market classes. They were, you know, make and take classes. And I would go to people's houses. Sometimes we would it would be venues. It would just depend. And they could choose a package, a themed package. And I would go and I would teach them how to make, you know, three, four, maybe five different things from that package. And it was really cool. I did a lot of bachelorette parties. I I taught, you know, it was just something different. Instead of a paint and sip, they did a make-and-take party with me. And it was really cool, and I really did enjoy it. It just, if I'm being honest with you, was it was a lot. It was a lot of lugging bottles everywhere and because I supplied everything. I supplied all the ingredients, all the containers, all of the things. And, of course, I wasn't using plastic containers because plastic, you know, we don't all, we all know what plastic it's not great for the environment. So most of what I was using was glass containers. So those are heavy. <laughs> and all the supplies, all the ingredients, it just, it was a lot. But I continued to do it and it was really starting to gain some traction in my area. And um, I was, you know, getting more and more bookings. Well, to make a very long story short, um, my partner that I was with at the time, uh, we just did not see eye to eye. We hadn't since the day we got married. It was a, not a great situation. Um, Again, something I'm sure I'll dive into later on, but it just wasn't good. And we weren't good together. And I made the decision that after years and years of saying, I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave, kind of dealing with some narcissism and some mental, emotional abuse, things like that. I finally made the decision that I'm done and leaving. And she was the kind of person who would, she was going to use anything she could over, you know, to, to keep me there or to put over my head or, um, you know, whatever. So I decided that I didn't want her to be able to use my business, um, against me. So I stopped doing business. I stopped doing business for a while and to basically make the business worthless in the eyes of the court. And that's exactly what happened. Um, the, so I was able to, retain my business, the name, the number, all of the things. I was able to retain that throughout the divorce process. So I quit doing um the halfway to hippie classes. Fast forward a few years, um, I met my now husband. We had a baby, all of the in this whole time, you know, I'm still, I'm still living that life. I'm still living that sustainable life. I'm still practicing all of that. I'm still creating my own products and reducing toxins as much as I can, especially after I had my daughter. So it became really important. So once she was about a year old, I started saying, you know, I really, I really want to try to resurrect, um, halfway to hippie, but I don't want to do it the way that I did it before. I really enjoyed, um, teaching people, but I don't want to do it that way. I don't want to do it in person necessarily. Um, at least not all the time. So I started toying with the idea of doing it virtually, and the idea has kind of just been in my head for a while, uh, through the pandemic. Um, obviously I was not going to be able to do in person anything. So I really started thinking about, you know, how can I do this virtually? How can I teach people how to make these products and live more sustainably and, you know, get rid of the shit in in their cupboards, um, without uh, being in person? How can I do this? So, I finally kind of arrived on the idea of, well, maybe I can start with a podcast. Maybe I can teach some people that way. And who knows? We'll see where it goes from there. And that kind of brings me to now. Um, I'm in this space of, I want to kind of educate women everywhere. I want you guys to know what you're putting on your bodies. I want you to um, know, know how you can get rid of that stuff. But more than that, I want, you, I want to be able to teach you just how to live a holistic life from all aspects, you know, from the physical and the chemicals and the shit you're putting in your body to the spiritual to just the the relationship end of things. And, and I don't mean romantic relationships when I say that. I just mean the relationship with yourself and the relationship with the people in your life. I am somebody who tries very, very hard to see life through a glass, you know, half full perspective, I'm pretty positive And it's taken me a long, long time to get there. Um, and I'm still, a, it's a practice every single day that, you know, I'm putting different things into place and learning from, you know, other, other people and other women who have gone through it. And I'm implementing these different things. And the change that I'm seeing in my life is tremendous. So halfway to hippie really kind of came from a love of, you know, nature and natural, um, remedies and the spiritualism and all of those things combined with the fact that I am still a bougie bitch. Like I still want to have my nails done. Um, I still, now I don't go get them done anymore. I've found other ways that I can do them myself, um, that I feel are a little bit better, uh, for my body, for the planet. Um, you know, but I still want to wear makeup and I still do. I love makeup, but I've found things through the years that are better, a little bit better for me. And some of them, I'm going to be very honest with you, are not. I have not given up all of my favorites because that's not what I'm here to tell you to do. What I'm here to tell you to do is to do natural living on your terms. There's no reason for you to be perfect. None of us are perfect. This planet does not need a small group of people doing sustainability perfectly. What we need, what the earth needs, is all of us doing a little bit and doing our part. And that's what Halfway to Hippie is about. Um, I want to teach you how to start small. Start where you're at. Do not, by any means, go out. So many people, when they think, okay, I'm going to really start being mindful of what I'm consuming and you know, what I'm throwing out and how I'm treating the earth. I'm I'm really going to be mindful of that. Well, they go out and they throw away, you know, all the paper plates, all of the styrofoam and all the plastic. They get, they just get rid of it all, throw it in the garbage. Where's it going to end up? In the landfill and go out and buy all new sustainable products. That is not what I'm here to tell you to do. I am here to teach you how to start where you're at and slowly build from there. If you try to do it all at once, it's never going to stick. You've got to start small, and build. And that's what I'm here to help you do. You do not need to sacrifice your favorite things just because they may not be clean or if you could see me, I'm doing air quotes, but just because they're not clean or sustainable, you don't need to sacrifice your favorite things. If you are a mom with young kids, I understand that, you know, single use items, they are convenient. And when you're in the trenches trying to mom, by all means, do what you got to do. And that's what I want Halfway to Hippie to be all about. I want you to feel like this is a safe space where you can come in and sit down and chat with me for a while and I'll, you know, give you just word vomit all of my shit, all of my wisdom, all of my whatever um, in your direction and we can just hang out and you can feel better about yourself because you're not perfect and neither am I and neither is anybody. All those Instagram bitches, they're not perfect either. So That's what I'm here for. And that's really what I want to bring to you and bring to my little corner of the internet. So I hope that really kind of explains about me, who I am, uh, where I kind of came from, and what my mission is. I'm so looking forward to this podcast. I think that this is going to be something super fun. Um, I've always liked to educate and I've always liked to just make new friends and try, I try to be, you know, I try to just be a positive light for people. And I, I want to give that to you because we live in a time where I think that is so important because we see so much negativity every single day. So if I can give you something that, you know, is a little bit of a positive and, you know, a little bit of something that you can grab onto and, and think about later, I'm here for it. So, New episodes will come out every week. I haven't quite decided exactly which day they're going to come out yet, but I will figure that out and I will be sure to let everybody know. But new episodes every week. Um, if you want, please check out my website, halfwaytohippie.com. Uh, there are different things on there. Um, I'm, I am working on some courses. I'm working on a membership. Um, I do do some coaching. So if you would like to do some coaching with me, that's all on my website. It doesn't have to just be about natural living. I, I just am a basic life coach. So feel free. But yeah. So, Hey, thank you for joining me. I'm so excited uh, to have you on this journey and please, if you enjoyed this podcast, rate, review, subscribe. It helps me out so much. All right, guys. Thank you.